There's always the awkwardness before. Yeah, I know, right? Just figuring everything out. All right, cool. You look good? <clears throat> yep, I'm just, I just made the screen big. Just want to make sure it looks right. Sweet. Once this goes, then I'll let, okay, cool. All right. So to start this off, you know what it is? You know who it is? So today I am here with Sabrina Bonyado, right? Boniudo, close, basically. Boniudo, same sorry. thing. All right. <laughs> so I met Sabrina from a friend of a friend, and we've been kind of going back and forth with some stuff. And she is a yoga instructor at Jai. Mm -hmm. And um, we kind of talked about a couple things, just like I said, kind of spitting some ideas back and forth. And we kind of came up with some cool stuff. So I wanted to sit down with her and share it with you guys and just kind of give you guys the opportunity to talk to us if you wanted to ask any questions and uh yeah and give her a chance to introduce herself because i would like her to come around thrive a little bit more often and see if she could do some stuff there um so i guess first question i want to ask is or actually i'll let you kind of give a little bit of background on yourself yeah so um thank you so my name is sabrina i am a yoga teacher i am studying to become an ayurvedic health counselor and i am also um, a doTERRA leader with essential oils so i um I basically work in the realm of holistic health and that's something that I'm really passionate about and I'm passionate about all avenues of health and it's something that I like love so much about um, Thrive and what Brandon has to offer is that there's so much more to fitness than just lifting weights and putting them down. There's so much more to yoga than just moving your physical body and I, I feel like this partnership is already off to such a great start because we have that understanding of the deeper level of fitness. Like we've had so many conversations before about how there's a difference between health and fitness right now. There's a gap in between it and um, Thrive does a really great job of filling that gap. And that's something that I really stand for. Yeah. Well, I mean, fitness is always on a spectrum. There's always um, one of the things I, one of my favorite things I've learned about it is that like, you know, on one end, there's, you know, competitive people who like competitive fitness. And then on the other end is just kind of, you know, beginners and there's either end isn't great to be on. You want to find this middle of just like a balance between loving what you do and then also pushing yourself. You don't want to just, you know, be stagnant in what you're left like in your life or lifting and whatever it is that you want to do, but uh, finding that balance in between and finding like the top of that curve to sit on and just slowly inch your way forward for forever. You know, um, athletics is something that I'm passionate about and, you know, it's something that I've, I've been an athlete, but helping people understand what it is that Sabrina was just saying was that like, you know, fitness is more than just picking things up and putting them down and, you know, trying to do, you know, push yourself every single day to a limit where you're going to, you know, you're going to burn out. It's about, setting yourself up for a lifetime and why 99% of the people who ever step into the gym at Thrive or work with me are going to be in a position where, you know, I'm trying to make sure that I'm benefiting them outside of the gym. You know, that hour that they spend in the gym isn't, you know, me ego tripping being like, Oh, you got to leave here and feel a certain way. It's like, I want you to go home. I want you to, you know, play with your kids, do your job and be better at that because you came to see me, not uh, make myself feel better because you came into my gym. So I guess one of the first questions I want to ask Sabrina is what's your why in terms of, you know, why you're doing all this? Yeah. 
So I feel like I have, I feel like I have a personal why um, that might come off as a little selfish, but I'll explain myself. And then because of this personal why is my why for showing up for other people. So um, I got into yoga and a holistic lifestyle and even just taking care of myself. Like I've always been very interested in taking care of myself, um, whether that be like working out, doing yoga, taking a bath, whatever. I've always like been fascinated with it. But the reason that I got into it was because I've always struggled with anxiety and I still do. And um, it's something that I know many of us are struggling with. And so I, I personally, my why is to get myself to a point where I don't feel like I'm controlled by my mind and controlled by my anxiety. And it's like, it's, it's a never ending process. You know, I'm always finding the gifts of the challenges that come with, um, with having anxiety. And it's, it's something that does affect you on a daily basis, but it makes you stronger in so many ways as well. And so my deep why is because I like, and this is going to get really deep really quick, but I, yeah. I really want to have a lot of children. Like that's just like always yeah. been my mission is to have children and to um, just be a mom. I don't know why. I just feel like I was born into this world wanting to be a mother. And I know that right now, um, you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm bringing, I'm taking care of myself the best that I possibly can. So that way I can create children that are the healthiest that they can be as soon as they come into the world. Um, and, you know, obviously there's stuff that's going to be uncontrollable, but that's like my deeper why of like being able to serve these little, <laughs> little children um, one day and have them grow up and hopefully serve people um, in their own way as well. And then just overall connection. I feel like we live in a world where we are the most connected we've ever been because we have social media and we have all these amazing platforms that I love and use every single day. Um, but at the same time, we are the most disconnected that we've ever been as far as what is truly being shown. Um, I think that there's a lot of highlight reels on social media. We see the highlights of everyone's life and we catch ourselves in this trap of feeling like everyone's life is better than ours and you know we're we don't have enough money or we don't have enough friends we don't have enough whatever and everyone else has it all and it's and it's really i think just because not a lot of people are showing exactly what's happening in their life and you know there's a limit to that as well we can't be showing everything but my intention and my why is to connect with people in the most authentic way that i can yeah I mean, that's awesome. I mean, just seeing how that's biological when I have kids. So yeah. That's yeah. nothing to be worried about. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, with um, helping people, it's making sure that that's the biggest thing is just understanding. And like when you come from a background where you want to be able to help someone, if it's a lot better when you've been through, you know, the ringer a little bit, mm -hmm. not saying that, you know, adversity, you want to go looking for adversity, but when, yeah you have adversity or there's things in your life that you have to deal with like anxiety and whatnot. It's, um, you know, I know a lot of people who deal with anxiety and I, I deal with that on occasional on, on occasion, you know, with things that are going on, especially now with like the whole virus or things going on. But, um, one of the things I always tell myself with anxiety is that if it's something that, you know, I can't fix, it's happening for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, and I try not to, 
let it get, you know, to me too much because there's a lot of different things that are going to happen. Like you said, there's a lot of things you're not going to be able to control. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just try to, you know, control what I can control, which is, again, working out, making sure I feel all right, making sure um, that I'm able to give myself to the most that I can with people. Because one of the things I heard a while ago was, uh, you know, you have to fill up your own well before you can start giving from it. So like if, if you're driving yourself into the ground and you're just feeling like shit all the time and you're, you know, someone's asking you for help, they're going to get the worst version of you. But if you're, you know, sleeping eight hours a night, working out an hour and a half to two hours a day or doing whatever, um, eating well, you know, have good relationships. And like when you, someone comes to talk to you, you're going to have a lot of experience to give to someone. But you know, if, if you're just, like I said, run yourself into the ground, five days a week and then not sleeping, not eating right. And then someone comes for advice, you know, you're going to give them what you can because people will give what they know, but you know, they're not going to get the best version of what it is that you're offering. Um, I think too, go ahead. ahead. (laughs) I think too, that's the best part of doing the work that we do is it holds us accountable. Like I know when I am not on my game, because of the way that I show up for my students and for my clients and for people. It's the worst feeling ever. I'm sure you've experienced it before when you're depleted and you're trying to give and you do genuinely care about the people that are in front of you. But like you said, you just haven't filled your own cup. You just haven't taken care of yourself. So how can you possibly give the best that you can? And that's, it's, it's such a beautiful, um, uh, it's such a beautiful kind of tool that comes with being in a position of service. Yeah. And like, you know, one of the things that I learned, um, especially in the last year was like doing, I, I wore like the badge of honor for like feeling shitty. It was like, Oh, you're just working hard. Like you're doing good. Like, um, you know, being tired is all right. Like, you know, not sleeping more than six hours a night means you're grinding and all yep. that stuff. And I was just like, you know, it got to a point where, things happen. And I was like, all right, like I have to kind of look at this in a way of, all right, am I going to, you know, let this kind of ruin me or am I going to try to find a way to make it more efficient? And like, I started branching out and, you know, doing things that I wouldn't normally do. So like I would, I was reading, like reading certain types of books and like, I was just, you know, one of the things through fitness I've learned is that I'm always learning about fitness. Like it's just what I enjoy doing. Um, and like, I'm, currently taking you know finishing up a certification i just started another certification so it's not about the that the end of things but like learning about dealing with people and like being able to better understand them and empathy and you know and that's what's going to make someone a good coach or yoga instructor or whatever it is that you want to do because people a lot of the times want to know so they're gonna you know no one knows what you no one cares what you know until they know that you care so like when they, when they know that, then it's, that's when they're gonna start listening to you. That's when they're going to be like taking in trust and actually understanding and being like, all right, he knows where he's coming from. And like my background with it was, um, when I was in high school, you know, I was playing basketball for six years. I, I played all the way through high school into varsity. And like my senior year, I just didn't, you know, I wasn't taking it serious. I was 17, just like a jokester in school, one class clown. So it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, uh, I just didn't take it serious. And like my senior year, I tried out, I made the team and they're like, Hey, listen, you're probably not going to play a lot because you just didn't show like you didn't improve. There was nothing there. And I was like, 
I was like devastated. Yeah. And I, I stuck out, I stuck out the season because I like, I had a bunch of friends on the team and like, I had enjoyed it. But, um, after that I was like, all right, like I need to take this seriously. And I graduated high school and I went to Hudson Valley and all my friends went away to college. So I was just kind of like by myself. So I just started working out yeah. and within like, I think it was like six months. I lost 60 pounds. Wow. And, um, that's when I kind of was like, all right, like I'm, I really like this stuff. I want to learn more about it. So I kind of like shifted everything in my life from, you know, to fitness and like human services, I guess I'll call it. And like learning more about it and then going down the rabbit hole of, um, you know, training and doing all this stuff. And that's when I went to, uh, uh, this gym called black sheep, which is a CrossFit gym. And, uh, the owner got one of my friends to go and then my friend got me to go. And that's where I met my business partner now. And I like, within that two year span from like 2015 to 2017 is when, uh, we opened thrive was 2017. And then that's kind of, you know, how the story went, but you know, with that background, that's made me a little bit more relatable to people and understanding of like, I know what it's like to lose weight. I know what it's like to kind of feel like, Oh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I handle it a different way. So, you know, I handle it in a way of it's like, all right, like I'll figure it out as I go. Whereas some people let it kind of like drag them down. Um, but you know, I'm understanding to it and I've been a pretty relatable person my whole life. And I think it's from the experiences that I've had. Um, not saying they're like crazy experiences, but you know, it, it is a situation where a lot of people deal with, you know, struggle of weight, weight loss. You know, yeah. there's certain points within that process where it's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what it feels like. What, am I making progress? Like I've had, you know, the days where I hop on a scale and at the end of the week I lost like five pounds and then yeah. I, there's, you know, I, I gained a pound or something like that. But to me, it was like, all right, you know, I'm looking a little bit better. I'm feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Where some people's like that number is just like, oh, yeah, that, I've been you know, there. It's understanding like, that, yeah, and getting that to somebody is a lot and like making sure that they understand it's not all that number. Mm-hmm. Um, but the anxieties that come with that, but you know, okay. it's, uh, it's a lot. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's definitely a lot. And you do, we do uh, need our own experience too, like for anything, like yeah. for, for anyone to trust anyone, they need experience. I mean, they, mm-hmm. I heard really good advice recently and it was like, don't take advice from someone who hasn't been where you want to go or where you want to be. And it makes so much sense. I mean, I think of it in like a relationship context, like how often do we yeah. reach out to people for relationship advice who have never, you know, had the relationship that we want to have? Like how, so mm-hmm. what are they, I'm sure they could still give great advice, but what experience are they actually speaking from? Um, the yeah, same I mean, experience is here the biggest, the biggest thing, you know, um, like I, I go back and forth because I, I'm not the biggest fan of certifications. Yeah. If, but at the same time, it's like, I've done my research on the ones that I've done, but you know, there's a lot out there that will give you information, but it's, it's not about, you know, so you, you can have all the information in the world, but if you can't connect with somebody or like, you don't know what it is to be in their shoes, mm-hmm. then like, you know, you, cause you're not going to know how to approach, you know, yeah. I could talk to you about all the things I wanted to mm-hmm. like about fitness. And you'd be like, all right. <laughs> but if I related it back to like why it's important for yoga or why, you know, it's helpful in longevity of life and helping you do certain things and get into certain positions, you'd be like, Oh wow, that's all right. That actually makes sense. Yep. But you know, like you won't, you don't know that unless you have the experience. Oh, so yeah. like, you know, having certain things in your back pocket of dealing with certain people dealing with, you know, one of the biggest things when we opened Thrive, um, you know, I was coming out of school. I had kind of dealt with people. So I was kind of like, oh, I can do this, whatever. 
And I remember the first, uh, what was it? I think it was like the first month we had like two people cry in the gym. And I was like, uh, <laughs> like, I was just like, oh man, because I'd never seen that before. Great. And I remember a couple of people telling me they're like, this, like, it's, it's gets like emotional in there. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, whatever, I'll deal with it, blah, blah, blah. And I saw that and I was like, well, okay. I was like, this is serious. Like, this is something that, um, you know, is real and people have problems outside of just like what I think they have problems with. Mm-hmm. So I have to be more understanding. And from that point on, I was just kind of like, you know, um, it, it was like quick. It was like, I was like, Oh wow. All right. This is real. So like, I need to be different with some people. And, right. and we've had people that have come in where I'm just like, like I have to treat a certain way. I can't say certain things. I can't look at them a certain way. And there's some people I come in, I'm, I just be myself. And I'm like, Oh, like go do whatever the hell you want. Like, you know, like if you need me, just let me know. Right. Um, because I, you know, I can trust them like that, but there's some people you just have to be a little bit more careful, careful with, but that comes with experience. And like, yeah. if you don't have experience, I like experience is my number one thing. And like in the field, like making sure, but also at the same time is like, you know, um, certifications are all right because not everybody's going to have experience right out of the gate. But like, you know, if someone can have experience and is willing to work for experience and like, that's, you know, that's number one. Yeah. I mean, that's what I advise people constantly about, you know, I have a lot of people asking, um, a couple things like when, especially with yoga, like people start practicing yoga and then they want to become a teacher right away as soon as they start practicing. And I'm always like, no, like be a student for like years, be a student for as long as you can, because there's nothing like, first of all, enjoying that time to be a student of anything. It doesn't have to be just yoga um, and gaining that experience because if you don't have your true, you know, like I, with yoga, I get such a release on the yoga mat and it's, it's in many ways saved my life. And Mm -hmm. if I didn't have that experience, I wouldn't understand that it's possible for other people. So I wouldn't even think of giving that gift to someone else. It just wouldn't even be in my mind. You know, it's not as tangible when you don't have that for yourself. Um, Yeah. And like, um, I, not to cut you off, but no, like, you're good. I do jujitsu and I just kind of restarted again in December. And it's one of those things where it's like everyone who's higher belt, like, ah, I missed the white belt days. I missed the white belt days. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I get my ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> what do you miss about this? And no, they're like, it's... nah, it's just it's like, you know, there's so much to learn. You're just taking in everything every single time you're on the mat. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just fun. You're just, you know, I did a competition at the beginning of March and I was like amped up. I was like, oh my God, like I want to do good. They're like, just, they're like, there's no expectations right now. You're a white belt. Just go in, have fun. Yep. Um, and like going, look, like looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, like I'm glad I was a white belt because you know, that was a lot of anxiety yeah. in that. And I wasn't even like expected to do anything. Like yeah. no one was expecting anything. Yeah. Um, I just kind of like went through it. Um, but you know, having those things in your back pocket that you get to, you know, learn from and experience mm-hmm. and kind of push yourself through. And that's a, one of the biggest things as a coach for myself is, I make sure that like I'm doing something on the regular that's making me uncomfortable or like pushing me to a certain point where it's like, you know, I look at myself as, um, you know, someone that not people look up to, but in, in terms of like fitness is that I need to push myself to a certain degree. So I know what people are capable of mm-hmm. and know that like, whatever I'm doing, I'm able to give to someone else, you know, like I'm able to everything that I, I do for my training is what I give people in a scaled version or adjusted version. Mm -hmm. So when someone says, you know, I'm looking to do, I'm looking to lose weight. 
I'm like, all right, I went to an extreme for a lot of it because I was, you know, I was working out two hours a day. I was, you know, waking up at five o'clock in the morning and I was, I like, soon as I decided, I like went all in. I honestly, at this point, I don't even know how I did that because looking back at it, I'm just like, I did all that and I like, didn't even question it. I just went for it. Just did it. And like, like now I'm like, all right, sometimes I, I like lose my focus and like, I can see myself not listening to myself. And I'm like, how the hell did I just do that in six months? And just yeah. like, not even question or stop at any point. But like seeing that, I'm like, all right, I know what to do with this person now. I went to this length and I did this. So like, and they don't even need that much. Like they don't even have to do that much. Mm-hmm. So like I have all the experience here or, you know, like with training for jujitsu or training just for a Spartan race or training for, you know, all these different aspects of life. I get to now scale it and pass it on to somebody. But you know, what happens a lot of time is these people get told information and spoon fed information. And they're like, Oh, this is what I was told. So this must be what you have to do. Did you try it yourself? No, I never tried it myself, but this is what the book says. Yeah. And it's like, all right, like that's a cool thing to have, but like experience it, change it because you know, there's going to be aspects of people that, you know, are different. Their morphology is different. Their pathologies are different. Like things in their life that have happened behind, like in the past are going to be different from you and you and like, so addressing someone in that way is just, you know, you have to have experience within it to, you know, go. And like, if you don't, it's, it's tough. It's yeah. definitely a tough thing to do. Yeah. And that's truly like what I feel like health is and what I work with a lot of times with, especially in the realm of holistic health and focusing on even fitness too. It all goes hand in hand because you're focusing on each person as an individual person. Um, a yep. lot of times we, we, you know, put everyone in little boxes of, Okay, so you have this. Oh, this person has it too. You guys are the same person. Lump you over here. And, yep. and it's just, it's not like that at all. I mean, I say it all the time. Even like I can have people come to me with my Ayurveda practice and have the same exact physical symptoms of whatever it is going on. And I will give them a completely different protocol for each person because they are completely different people. They are made up differently. They react differently. They even, you know, different people are also going to... Um, negotiate differently with like what they're willing to put in on a daily basis. And that's okay. It's like really finding what's going to work for that person, um, which is really important. Well, I mean, the biggest, you know, my biggest pet peeve with a lot of what goes on in like the fitness industry and like the health industry is that everyone's kind of turned into a symptomatic treater where it's like my elbow hurts. All right, let's rub your elbow. And it's like, no, you know, like, have an understanding of what is what and how it works. And then you'll understand that, you know, elbow pain, probably, unless I came up to you and slammed you in the elbow with a baseball bat, you know, you probably didn't, your elbow's probably not the problem. You know, like it's probably something with the scapula. If your knee's bothering you, you know, it's probably not the hip. Right. Yeah. It's like, so when people start becoming symptomatic treaters, they don't, it's one, I think it's just because, you know, the problem is right there. And a lot of the time you can fix things early on if someone comes to you with a problem, you know, and I'm just, I'm talking about injuries because that's what I'm, you know, yeah. familiar with, but like in terms of, you know, emotional problems, yeah. uh, psychological problems, things like that. It's like, Oh, well like, you know, I'm depressed. All right, here's money. All right. Now I'm, I have this money and I'm still depressed. And it's like, all right. Cause you never fix the actual yeah. you know, problem. It's getting to the root, the root cause of the problem. I mean, I see it all the time with, um, even with myself recently, I had a journey with my skin. It was breaking out so bad. It was like the worst I've ever experienced in my life. And, 
you know, at first you're like, all right, whatever. That's kind of weird. There's a lot of like skin irritation and then time goes on and it's getting worse and it's getting worse. And you're like, what, wait a second, like what's causing this? And it was very, and now I'm not against medicine at all because I do believe there's a time and a place for it, but it was so quick, you know, there were so many quick opinions of like, we'll just go on this medication. It'll clear it up right away and mm -hmm. you'll be fine. And I'm like, but yep. I will never, ever know what the actual problem is. And then, you know, come to find out, I went to a naturopathic doctor and I w was dealing with hormonal imbalances, extreme stress imbalances. Um, diet was not where it should have been. Like all these things that I never would have changed or known if I had just put a Band-Aid on top of it. And so it's, it's, yep. it's really, I think a big part of what we do is um, getting people to ask the important questions about their own bodies and their own health. And like I said, there's a time and a place for medication. I was on medication yeah. for literally years. I'm never against that. Um, but if we can on the front line be like, okay, how can I get to the root cause of this problem? Or even, you know, what I did for many years with my anxiety was I was on medication, but I was actively trying to find ways of coping with it to help with the root problem. So it's, it's, yeah. The whole Band-Aid mentality that we have in the society is so beyond annoying. Um, another example is like yeah. headaches. People get headaches every single day and think it's normal. Like, oh, I have a headache. It's just normal. Let me just pop a couple Advil. And it's like, first of all, what are you doing popping Advil? Well, I, like I said, they, they wear it as a badge of honor. Yeah. It's, it yeah. That's, people are addicted to you know, their disease. And like one of the things I always say, I don't really say this to people. It's something I've had in my head for a while, but it's like, you know, people are good at dealing with stress, but they're not good at dealing with stress. Like they're good at having stress and just working around it, but they're not good at like, all right, I'm stressed. Like, how do I deal with this? Yeah. Like, how do I get rid of yeah. this? I see so with like, myself too, like distractions. Like it's so easy to just, I distract myself with work. That's like my thing. Yeah. And I can just distract, distract, distract. And then at the end of the day, when I'm trying to wind down, I'm like, Oh, why am I so stressed out? It's like, Oh, <laughs> you've been like this all day long. Actually, you just didn't listen to yourself. Yeah. And like, I even went to a point where I was like, you know, I was anxious and just kind of, uh, you know, stressed. And I just got, I think I just got so used to it that I was just like, oh, I'm not stressed. Like, oh, yeah. I feel the same. Like, I don't feel any bad. Yeah. And then, like, I started talking to somebody and then, um, you know, they just kind of pointed it out and they're like, yeah, this, uh, it's probably not how you should feel. And then, like, as they started digging deeper, it was just kind of like, yeah, that's not, that's probably not good. Like yeah. you should probably, you know, like let's, let's try to deal with this. Yeah. Like, we normalize wow. I was like, All right. So I was like, like I said, I was dealing with stress, but I wasn't dealing with stress. Yeah. I was working my way around it, but I wasn't actually finding the problem and getting rid of it. Yeah. And that's where people yeah. fall into like that, that little back and forth where it's just kind of like, you know, and they do it for their entire life. Yeah. They never actually figure it out. And then it's 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the line, that problem comes up again. And they never dealt with it. And I, and then, you know, then that puts them in a bad spot because they don't have 20, 30 years again. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I have to try to figure this out now, but like there's families involved, there's people involved, there's kids involved. So, you know, it's, yeah. And it's crazy. Usually the way that it comes back after years and years and years of ignoring what's going on is not going to be a simple fix anymore. And yeah. that that's, yeah. what's really, you know, it becomes, unfortunately that's the cause of disease is, you know, letting, letting ourselves normalize what we're feeling um, even as simple as a headache, a he if, even saying to ourselves, like, I should not have a headache every single day. Like just knowing that something is off there. Um, because eventually yep. that one headache that may happen every single day, it might be kind of annoying, but like Advil fixes it can manifest into something 
completely different that's not going to be as easy to treat um so yeah 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 i mean i saw something the other day about habits and like you know i'm kind of going to get into our next question but um you know you're going to build habits every day regardless so like you might as well make them good ones you might as well make them stuff that like you're gonna put towards good health and good practices so you know 10 years down the line you're developing some type of good structure to your day so you're not falling off or you're not finding your problems with these anxiety anxieties and things like that um so i kind of wanted to i know i didn't really get into this yet but we've talked about it a couple of times the ayurveda yes. now it's called ayurveda yes so like what it is kind of you know a little bit of background on it because i know it's about treating kind of these problems and um aspects of life so just kind of like ramble about that if you want yeah so ayurveda is um india's system of medicine it's a five thousand year old system that we know of um being around that long it was probably long a long around way longer than that um but it is essentially in the basic most basic way to describe this it is bringing balance to your body your mind your spiritual practice it's all about balance and as simple as this science is it can definitely get complicated really quickly and i'm learning that you know through school learning so much there are some days where i'm like do i even understand what this science is there's so (laughs) much to it but i think that's part of any learning process when you're learning so much you're like wait oh my god there's so much but at the basic level ayurveda is literally just bringing balance to your body whether that's through um, lifestyle changes through adding in a meditation practice or a, a breath work practice or moving your body in a certain way or changing your diet um and there are so many different ways to to work with people and finding balance within their, within their mental body and their physical body um and it's also actually ayurveda is the sister science to yoga which um okay so for those of you so they kind of go hand in hand yes so for those of you okay. who are on here who are familiar with yoga and familiar with the yoga sutras um it's it's kind of like it's basically like just this big book of of yoga um but it's it's this the the first sutra it says um it says and now we begin yoga or now we begin the practice of yoga or something like that i don't know word for word but it's believed that the end now means and now that we've studied ayurveda and now that we've learned how to bring balance to our physical and our mental and our emotional bodies we are able to practice yoga which is so interesting because many people myself included learn yoga first and then ayurveda we become in like introduced to ayurveda through yoga but it's actually that we're supposed to learn how to bring balance to our body first and then find the yoga that works for us um which is all very interesting but i can i can go on forever about ayurveda <laughs> so i'll yeah. stop there and keep it simple unless there are any questions about yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah um i guess the next thing i know is so you mentioned yoga is how long you've been doing yoga and kind of like what's your favorite thing yeah okay so i was first introduced to yoga um i was around like eight or nine years old and my parents put me in a kids yoga class and we had just moved up here from Long Island. I live in Albany. Um, and you know, I just was not at the time. I didn't think I was a sports kid. I know. Well, I also, I ran the wrong way on the bases, like during softball, I like <laughs> grabbed the softball with like the hand that didn't have the glove in it. Like just like basic things just were not working out for me. Um, and then on top of that, socially, you know, I had friends growing up and I made friends easily, but I don't know if it was the anxiety that held me back or what it was, but I just, I felt like I didn't fit in anywhere. Um, even if I, you know, did have friends that I would hang out with at school. 
And so my parents signed me up for this kid's yoga class. They just like heard about it. It was at our local town park and they knew that I was, you know, struggling a little bit with acclimating to the new school and acclimating to, you know, finding something that I love to do. And so they put me in this kid's yoga class and it was like so fun and so ridiculous. And I'm actually still in touch with my yoga teacher to this day. Um, yeah, he's great. But, and it was funny because we didn't, you know, with kids yoga, you basically just do whatever the kids are going to actually listen to you do. It's, it's, I teach kids. Yeah, yoga now, so, yeah. So, um, you know, we were just like rolling around doing whatever. I had no idea what was happening. I just really loved it. And it was something that I was really good at. Like it gave me a sense of like, wow, I'm actually good at this. And I think that that's really important for children to have, even if it's tree pose or a pose that you're good at, that you can show the world. It's like, it builds confidence. Um, so yoga is something that, you know, I was in kids yoga probably until I was like, I don't know, 10, 12. I don't even, I don't know how long it went on for until I was old enough to not be in kids yoga anymore. I was in kids yoga. Um, we, I went every single week and then once kids yoga stopped and I became a teenager, um, you know, teenage life happens and with teenage life come, came a lot of anxiety. And I, you know, I, I won't say that I was always connected to my yoga practice every single day, but it was something that I always had in my back pocket that I knew how to do that it was it was familiar to me it built confidence in me I felt like I was good at something and it was yoga I got made fun of so bad when I was in school for doing yoga like the for doing yoga oh yeah the teacher would ask like um you know what's everyone's favorite sport and I'd be like yoga and they're like that's not a sport and I'm like it's a sport <laughs> <laughs> and um so Only it, they knew. yeah it's so it's funny to look back but it wasn't until you know, I, through my, I guess, teen years, I was on and off with yoga and on and off with taking care of myself too. Like that, those were the years that I kind of experimented with what it was like to not take care of yourself. And, you know, there were some pitfalls yep. within those times that were <laughs> not fun. Um, but each time I, I dug myself out, whether it be through working out or running or practicing yoga, um, through therapy, I didn't even know it at the time what I was doing. Oops. But through therapy, I, um, my therapist gave me guided meditations to do. I had no idea what I was doing. I just put it on at night and it mm -hmm. transformed me in so many ways. Um, and then college rolled around and I connected to yoga once again. And this time it was very loud. It was like, this is what you want to do with your life. Um, like a, a different passion started to come in of sharing it with people. Um, and mm -hmm. th th ever since then I've been... I've been connected back to it. And then you asked me what my favorite thing about yoga is. Oh, that's a really good yeah. question. Whew, there's a lot. Um, I think it is just the connection that it gives to myself and the connection that it, it brings everything back kind of to reality for me. It settles yeah. everything. Um, and it's also, you know what, this is my favorite thing that I love about yoga. Yoga tells you much like any other sort of self-care um, treatment, but yoga tells you when you need it. Yoga tells yeah. you when you've been disconnected from it. Yoga lets you know like, hey, you're being an asshole. Come back to your mat. And I think that's my favorite part about it because it holds me accountable to never give up on it and never, never let it go. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. my favorite thing. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's kind of in a way similar to jujitsu. I mean, like one of the things I love about it is that, uh, and like, I like yoga too. Um, I've never really done like consistent, like 
full yoga. Yeah. But um, it's always been something I liked. Um, but uh, like jujitsu is just like it'll humble the yeah. shit out of you immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you could just, you know, like it doesn't matter. You could have a good day and then just like you get tied up and you're just like, all right, like back down to earth. It just it, make, it like brings you back to let you know that like it just earth like it grounds you. Like it lets oh, you know yeah. that like all right, you still got a lot to work on. Like but still like there's stuff that you need to focus on and work on. Um, but I love it. That's awesome. Um, and I guess the next question is, um, what does fitness overall do for you? So fitness for me, it's interesting fitness. I I don't even remember when I was introduced to fitness. I think it was like magazines. Remember when we used to get those in the mail? (laughs) (laughs) So I I used to get these, like, it was like girls club magazine or like something like that. And they would have these like little workouts in it and I would do them not knowing. And I, I would love to find one and see what workouts I was doing. Cause I, I don't know. It was like, <laughs> I was just like rolling around on my floor basically. Um, but it gave me a connection to my body, which I think, you know, at the time, especially being a teenager. And this is why I love working with kids and teens so much. There's kind of like an out of body experience that happens. I mean, puberty in and of itself is like what the actual heck is going on. So, the, so it's like you know, there's conf- there's just a lot of confusion and discomfort. Um, and so, fitness for me gives me a connection with my physical body, um, and it's kind of translated differently for me over the years as well. So, I probably a couple of years ago in my sophomore year of college, I like really got into fitness. Like I was like. I feel like with the rise of just social media growing and like fitness um, becoming so popular, which is so great, um, I just started exposing myself to like more fitness and I started, you know, following YouTubers and watching all this YouTube stuff and um, I started counting macros, which that was a whole journey in and of itself for me that um, was interesting. But I just started getting really, I honestly kind of got obsessive about like, Having a certain That's why I don't physique. use macros with people. Yeah, having a certain <laughs> That's physique. Exactly why. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's I had this like obsession with looking a certain way, which that I never really had before. So that was an interesting journey for me. Um, and actually, my boyfriend, he was a personal trainer. He was a competitive powerlifter, and so when I met him, you know, that was something we did together. Was we like powerlifted and and. I told you this the other day, but we used to, he made like a benching uh, program for me. And he was like, you need to compete. You are like, you're wicked strong. I don't know where it came from. And I'm like, yoga, but like, you need to compete. Your bench press is insane. And I was like, no, I'm not. There's absolutely no way that I'm competing in a powerlifting meet. And so, sometimes I'm like, I kind of wish I did. Um, but it just wasn't something. You still can. I, drive, to, I, drive to the platform. I still can. I still can. Um, we'll see. But for me, it's just another avenue of, of, of moving my body and connecting to my body. Um, it looks different every day though. I used to be, like I said, I was always very, I got very obsessive and that's kind of like my nature. My personality is kind of like, I get very, I need to do things perfectly. I need to do it right. I need, and, and sometimes that doesn't serve me. So I've, I've gotten to a place now where I accept that some days my fitness is going downstairs and well, right now, since we don't have gyms, um, going downstairs and lifting some weights. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. going for a run. Sometimes it's going for a walk. Sometimes it's just dancing. Sometimes it's moving my body through yoga. So it's just connecting to my body on any given day, the way that I'm meant to be connecting with it on that day. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, 
Yeah, so I kind of wanted to get into what it is that we're going to do. Yes. So kind of good questions to, you know, ask before I get into this. But me and Sabrina have been kind of going back and forth with some cool stuff. Um, so what we want to do is make a yoga slash, you know, basic strength at home program with no equipment. So what we want to try to do here is, is three days a week, um, we're going to have a mix of her specialty, which is yoga, and then kind of my specialty, which is, you know, basic strength training and just, you know, corrective exercise and uh, kind of meshing the two together for something that, you know, if people are at home and kind of aren't doing anything, or if they are at home and they just want to try something new, and, you know, this is going to be something that yoga people can try. This is going to be something that, like, people in, you know, powerlifting or CrossFit or, you know, whatever it is on kind of my end of things can try because there's going to be a nice mix of both. Um, and we've been kind of working on it. We've been talking about it. So what we wanted to kind of do was use this to introduce it. I wanted to introduce Sabrina and kind of, you guys get a good idea of, you know, what she's all about and then kind of just give a, like I said, just a little brief overview of what it is that we want to do, because I think that with yoga and I think that with, you know, with what we're going to kind of mesh together is going to be something that a lot of people can do. A lot of people can get something out of, and it's going to be something that, Anybody can do because we're going to, um, we're going to do our best to keep this absolutely equipment free, um, you know, and progress it each week for the next month or so. Um, if this goes longer than a month, which I'm hoping that, but, um, you know, kind of for the next month, at least see, go down this route and see how it goes. Um, and then from there, we've been talking about some cool stuff past that, but, um, you know, we wanted to kind of, like I said, I don't know if you want to give a little quick little overview on your end and then I can talk about on my end, yeah. you know, this idea of stability and strength and kind of meshing the two together to create something that's like really cool. Yeah. So first off, I feel like this is a perfect combination of like having, um, fitness, strength training, weight training, whatever you want to call it and having yoga, stretching, mobility, stability, and bringing that together. It is the most beautiful way to complement um, a, a routine, especially routine at home, whether it's you're starting something new and you're, you know, right now we've been in this for what, like almost a month. It's been exactly, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been in this for exactly a month at least. Um, mm. and so now is kind of the time where I know for me, at least I've been, I noticed there was like the week that went by and you're like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Like we're on a little bit of a break. Then there was like two weeks and you're like, all right, like vacation. Cool. And then like third week rolled around and I was like, I'm done. Like this is, this needs to end. I need to go back to structure. I need this, you know, even, um, I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, yeah, this was really great on my body for the first couple of weeks. Like I was like eating terribly and it was great, but then my body caught up to me within two weeks. Like it's like now, I feel like now's the time where our bodies and our minds are really kind of telling us what needs to be done. Um, so I think this is a perfect opportunity to, to find that, that balance between, you know, getting your workout in, but also getting your, your yoga in and getting your Zen in a little bit too. I am going to include, um, some breathing techniques, some meditation and, I saw um, that. That looks, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be, it'll be a nice way to complement both avenues of health and kind of like get, get it all in at once. Yeah. I think this is going to be a really cool way for some of you who have, you know, I know a lot of people haven't had equipment, um, you know, I know a lot of people haven't been to a gym, possibly haven't worked out. And I know one of the things 
I'm worried about a lot of people is that once they do open things up is everyone's going to be like bulls in a freaking cage and just like, you know, they're just ready to go and they're just going to go and they're going to hurt themselves. Yeah. So like, you know, one of the things that um, is huge for me is that I want to make something that people can ease their way back in, go from step one to step two to step three and take their time and just, uh, this is going to be a really good starting point for that. There is going to be the yoga aspect of it where you're going to be able to move through certain ranges of motion and do things, breathing and work on these uh, specific techniques. And then I'm going to throw in some basic strength stuff. So, you know, tempo squats, you know, we're looking at split squats. We're looking at planks, uh, you know, core stability drills. We're looking at single leg stuff, overhead stuff, if you can. Um, so, you know, working on this stuff, scapular stability, like all this stuff is almost like a primer. And I really think this is a good way for a lot of people, especially people who are going to, you know, come back and start to lift again, uh, you know, lift heavy. I think this is a great way for them to inch their way back into the gym. So it's not day one. All right, put four plates on the bar and I'm just going to go for it until everything on my body breaks. You know, this is going to be a good way for you to, you know, increase some range of motion, but also with the stuff I'm going to provide, we're going to be able to lock that stuff in neurologically. So your body knows it's safe to move through those ranges of motion. And also, you know, you guys are going to get some stuff out of this that you might not have before. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have never tried yoga and I'm sure a lot of yoga people maybe never went through like a basic strength progression mm -hmm. and like, they're going to, you know, benefit from the two. And I think a lot of people are going to see a lot of results from this and I think they're going to benefit a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so I don't know if there's anything else, but no, um, this is great. I think that's it. Yeah. And, and too, like, if you are like a total beginner with this, we are, extremely um compassionate towards that and yeah. we're going to do our best to you know offer modifications offer even just the even just like hearing this from us right now like if you need to chill for a minute like it's okay um i i really think right now is a great opportunity like brandon has been saying to to either connect to a movement practice that you've never had before reconnect or just keep it up that way you're not hurting yourself when you get back yeah, I think this is a great way for people to kind of like start that process, like you just said, mm -hmm. or, you know, just get the process going again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I, I guess that's really it for me. Uh, yeah. Is there any last minute second things you want to say? No, I think this is great. Thank you, everyone, for cool. your time. Yeah, uh, we're going to do this again. We'll definitely do this again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I appreciate you guys for stopping in. If you guys have any questions, you know where to hit me up. Actually, you want to give your... Uh, Instagram and Facebook for people that yes. are in my end. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my Instagram is Sabrina Boniuto. So S-A-B-R-I-N-A-B-O-N-A-I-U-T-O. And then I can actually, I'll put it in the link. For okay, perfect. And then um, my Facebook group, I have a Facebook group called Yoga Plus Oils Plus Ayurveda with Sabrina. Um, cool. Yeah. And then same thing for you, Brandon. You want to? Oh yeah. So, uh, my Instagram is at skinny boy official. Um, my Facebook page is at Brandon Gallagher. Then we have the thrive fitness and wellness Facebook page, which you guys can check out. Um, and that's really, and then I have a uh, TikTok. I have all that stuff. Skinny boy official. Uh, what else? LinkedIn. But anyways, those, those are the ones you can find me on. I post a lot on Instagram, um, daily stuff on there. Uh, but yeah, so that's basically everything. I appreciate you guys for stopping by and Sabrina, thank you for taking the time. Of course. Uh, but yeah, I will, like I said, we're going to do this again soon, but I appreciate it. And if you guys have any questions, we're going to both kind of put like a list up that you can 
drop your email in. So once we're finished with this, we'll send it to you guys. So you have it uh, talking about the workout. Um, but yeah, so we will see you guys soon. And thank you. Yes. Thank you.